Man Show. He was on the what's his name? Dan York Show, and uh, and he was uh, on a clip with, with Channel 10 uh, just uh, this past week. Yeah. So here he is in in the flesh, Ken Schneider. Thanks, Ken. Thank you, Howard. Thank everybody for coming out. So my name is Ken Schneider, and I'm a board member of the Rhode Island Coalition for Israel, and I am a Zionist Jew. So I think what can't get lost is that we have to go back to October 7th. The Israelis were attacked by Hamas. Over 200 hostages have been taken, and if that's going to remain the number, uh, we don't know, but it's, it's definitely uh, northward of 200 people. 1,400 Israelis were killed, 4,500 have been wounded, there's been 7,300 rockets fired at Israel. So if the U.S. lost the same percentage of citizens, it would be 44,234 Americans that got killed on that day, okay, which is just unbelievable. So we have to realize that Hamas is ISIS. 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 Absolutely, Hamas is ISIS. And on that October 7th, and I'm sure it's still going on now, their war crimes are including burning babies, beheading babies in front of their parents, killing the parents in front of their kids, rape, torture, and of course the kidnapping that is going on still right now. Hamas's goal is to kill Jews and destroy Israel. Hamas is evil. Hamas cares less about their own people and more about hating Jews. I was here last Saturday in the crowd and not one speaker, not one person even said the word Hamas. Not one person, not one speaker even said the word hostages. So that's where they're coming from. And it's all about Hamas. It's all about the hostages. The hostages have to be returned, and Hamas has to be eliminated. And let's make no mistake about it that Iran is controlling Hamas, and Iran That's is right. controlling Hezbollah. That's right. Okay, they are a terrorist state. It all comes back to Iran. I've been in Israel a couple of dozen times. It's a beautiful country with fantastic people that literally they do want to live in peace. I see that. I know that. I've talked to too many of them. I get the same thing from everybody. I've been in these those southern towns that were attacked and bombed, that continued to get bombed. I've seen the houses that have cement umbrellas over their houses just to protect themselves from rockets. Bomb shelters are everywhere, because I'm sure most people know you have between 12 and 15 seconds to get into a bomb shelter once, once you hear the siren. So I can't imagine living like that, but believe it or not, it's really beautiful down there. When the rockets aren't flying, it's a great place to live. And all the homes down there, and in a lot of Israel now, they have safe rooms. These are concrete rooms that if the, if the siren goes off, 
and they can't get to a bomb shelter, you know, they can go right into their, um, their safe rooms. So what I've heard over and over and over is that when children are born in Israel, the parents take them right away and they just pray that in 18 years their son or daughter doesn't have to go into the service. Happens over, it's been happening for so long. Obviously it's, it hasn't come to fruition yet, but that's what I hear from the parents. So I'm sure we've all heard the saying that if Israel's enemies would put down their weapons, there would be peace. If Israel put down their weapons, there would be no Israel. That's right. That is That's right. That's right, Dan. No ceasefire. There cannot be a ceasefire. No way. And not until Hamas is destroyed and eliminated and the Israelis and the IDF know that they're gone and they can't come back. And Israel has a moral obligation to annihilate Hamas. If Hamas survives, there's only going to be more violence, more waves every few years, there's going to be another war. So this is the time. Unfortunately, October 7th was the tipping point, and that's when it has to end. That's right, Ken. So the IDF is the only military force that gives notice before bombing anywhere. Yep. Israel has warned the citizens of North Gaza to head south. They do not want to kill the innocent Palestinians. Uh, anyway, uh, Hamas is trying to force their citizens to stay in the north so that they can have the pictures when they're in harm's way, when the babies get killed, because all that's going to happen. And if I can throw in here right now, too, we are going to have to get stronger as time goes on. That's right. Because in two weeks or three weeks or whenever the shit hits the fan, that's when the media is going to turn on Israel. That's right. It happens every single time, and it's going to be up to us to not let that happen. We have to be the strong ones yep. to make sure that Israel continues what they're doing and that they have the support. That might go on for months. Screw the media, like Motif Magazine. So, and also I'd like to say for the first time that I've heard, the UN has condemned Hamas and not Israel in this situation. That's right. Which is very unique. Oh. I'm sure that you are watching it, Swan, at the State House. Shalom. So I also want to tell you that Israelis absolutely feel like they're on an island. Whenever this happens, they, they need to know that the Jews all over the world support them, agree with them, and want to be there, okay? I've been there many times. One of the best things I ever did is that I asked the kids at JCDS and at Temple Emanuel to write cards just saying thank you for being a soldier and draw a little picture on it brought it over there, I handed it out to the soldiers. I had no idea what their response was going to be, but they were so unbelievably happy to know that there's kids in Rhode Island that got together and wrote them a little a little card. It was, it was actually, made me feel so great to do that. I plan on going back to Israel in January. Wow. I go on a volunteer program, wow. 
I get placed on military bases to help, and I'm going to ask the schools to write cards again. All right, it was Chad. just It was amazing that last time. So, so give him a rifle. I have on here a little saying that we can get twisted. From the river to the sea, yep. Israel will, will be, be free. free. That's right, yeah. Wipe out Gaza. Free so, Hamas. That's right. So when anything goes on like this, people always say, what can they do? And I always want to have an answer. And the best answer that I can give you is to go to Israel. Okay, like I say, I'm going to go there in January. Right, honey? <laughs> and... It's a program called Volunteers for Israel. It can be Googled. It's going to be the first time that comes up. And it's an amazing program. I've done it 16, 16 years already, you know, a month every year. I haven't been back since the pandemic when they kicked me out. But I'm going back. The program has started up again. And it's, there's something to do for everybody. We also have to know, let our local and our Washington delegation know how we feel. That's right. We need to get the emails. Yep. Because nobody writes these people. Yep. And if we can get a lot of lot of people to write them and tell them how we feel, then they'll, they'll get the message. And we have to demand that they keep their support up for Israel. Because things are going to change. Yep. It always does. And so we have to put the pressure on them. That's right, McKee. So that's all I have to say. I want to thank you very much. And I'm Yisrael Chai. The people of Israel. Win. Yeah. All right, Ken. Thank you very much. Look at that. All right, folks. Good afternoon, everybody. Good evening. We're at the State House. Shalom. That's uh, That's right, folks. You have a well, nice crowd here. Good job. This is Howard. Right. Rhode Island so, Coalition uh, for Israel. I want to acknowledge. Really pleased to see that we have a number of members from the Orthodox Jewish community here. Uh, you can tell their uniforms, the black and white with the hats. That's right. The, the young men from the yeshiva. Welcome. Welcome. Screw BLM. Folks, Black Lives Matter is circling the state house. Everybody in between. We all believe in the word of God. So um, I was going to ask Mary Green to speak next. She is the uh, backbone of Ricky. She is the um, uh, president of Ricky really since the day we got rolling about seven years ago. Um, but Mary's got some limited mobility. Uh. She's up the top of the stairs there. Oh. So, Mary, thank you for all you've been doing. That's right. Thank you, Mary. Folks, knocked down by some of the protesters on Saturday. Mary's fabulous. Folks, we're at the State House. McKee, nowhere to be found. One of the best things she does is she writes thank you letters to our donors. And, boy, she's good at it. Yep. Jewish lives matter. Okay, so um, uh, in, in light of the fact that we have many members of the Orthodox community here, Shalom. I'd like to ask... Um, Russell Raskin, Russell, where'd you go? Here you go. Russell was very instrumental in promoting this rally to the um, Orthodox community, very helpful. And uh, he's made a big commitment to make this a successful rally, yep. which it is. Russell. Folks, again, good afternoon, everybody. Shalom. Thank you, Howard. Can everyone hear me? Yes. A few days ago, on the Holy Sabbath, terrorists accumulated on the streets of Providence and said words that have not been heard since the 1930s and the 1940s. 
and American Jews at that time were powerless. We are no longer powerless. That's right. That's right. We cannot allow any human being to believe that they are safe, quoting Goebbels and Eichmann on the streets of Providence. That's right. Not in our generation. That's right. Yes. Get rid of Hamas. And despite this huge sign behind me that says anti-Semitism, we got to get rid of that term. The true term is Jew-phobia. Yes, Jew-phobia. An irrational hatred that has no basis, but is very dangerous. And now my prepared remarks, which should only take me two hours. Folks, again, you're watching live coverage. If we want the world to stop, as all the world seems to want to do, there's an easy answer. Surrender the hostages and get rid of Hamas. That's right. Yeah. The war will stop instantly. That's right. Screw Gaza. No ceasefire. Do you want to avoid Gaza, Gaza casualties? Hey, ho, Hamas has got to go. Hey, ho, Hamas has got to go. Hey, ho, Hamas has got to go. Hey, ho, BLM has got to go. Hey, ho. Palestinians got to go. You did it better than me. Israel is here to stay. Yes. That's right. We tell the world we are not going away anywhere. Yep. There is no reason for us to apologize or need to justify our need and our desire to have security in our homeland. That's right. It is time to dismantle the Hamas apartheid regime. That's right. Yes. Hamas is apartheid. Yes. A Jew who tries to live in Gaza will be murdered instantly. Yes. What do we call that crowd? Apartheid. Hamas is apartheid. I am tired of the canard against Israel when it's utterly ludicrous. We could not stop the Nazi genocide in the 30s and 40s. But we can in 2023. That's right. Hey, ho, Hamas has got to go. Hey, ho, Hamas has got to go. Hey, ho, Hamas has got to go on the Palestinians. Hey, ho, Hamas has got to go. And BLM. Thank you, Russell. Thanks, Russell. Folks, again, you're watching live coverage. Nice crowd here. You're hired. Nice and peaceful. BLM is circling outside, but there's a lot of police. Andrew Hessen. Andrew's been very active on and off with over the years with our folks. Nice crowd here. About the dangers that taxpaying have now become even no terrorists. No sleeper cells here. Um, he has written extensively Thank you very much. Folks, thumbs up. Thank you for the stars. I'm going to go interview some of our Hasidic friends in a minute. He tangled with um, some of these BLM has got to go. And, um, came out on top, as far as I understand it, more or less. So, without further ado, here's Andrew Pesson. All right, Andrew. Let's go. Thank you, Howard, and thank you, everybody, for showing up today. Yep.
The Jewish people are outnumbered. We are grossly outnumbered in the world and in every country in which we live, except, of course, for one. But we are not alone. We have some friends, we have some allies, some of whom are here tonight, and we thank you from the bottom of our heart. We need every ally that we can get. I am here for the tortured and the murdered, the babies, the children, the teenagers, the disabled, the elderly, for the raped women, the mutilated bodies, oh. the slain families, entire oh. families, tied together and burned alive. I am here for the hostages, the babies, the children, all of them, who are real human beings like you and me, like your children, like your parents, your grandparents, say their names. I am here for the Jews, because the tortured and the murdered and the hostages were targeted for one reason and one reason only, because they are Jews. It's not complicated. In fact, it comes down to a simple yes or no question. Is it acceptable to slit babies' throats, rape little girls, chop off the hands and feet of teenagers, gouge out eyes, murder children in front of their parents, parents in front of their children, then kidnap the children, bind entire families together and burn them alive, and worse, in the pursuit of any political aim? The answer is either yes or an unqualified full stop no. No. Because the second someone adds a but, or it's complicated, or look at the context, or even the occupation, they are turning their alleged no into a yes. No, nothing, no alleged grievances of any sort could justify what happened on October 7. And you know there's a word for violence that targets civilians for political aims. It's terrorism. That's right. Anyone who answers yes to that question, who is incapable of identifying and condemning the perpetrators and acts of October 7th as terror, is pro-terror, pure and simple. That's right. If you cannot answer no to my question, you are pro-terror. Say its name. Hamas is a genocidal terrorist organization whose founding charter openly endorses the murder of every Jew on earth and whose sadistic and cruel and barbaric intentions were made clear to the world on October 7th. There isn't a country in the world that wouldn't respond massively to a barbaric ISIS-style terror attack on its civilians and that wouldn't be justified in doing whatever it takes to remove that genocidal threat to its citizens. That's right. And for those rightly concerned about civilians caught in the crossfire, as Russ, Russ was mentioning, every civilian death is a tragedy. But remember two things. First, that one side, Hamas, directly targets civilians, while the other, Israel, is targeting the people who target civilians. That's right. And two, second, as Russ said, there is a simple way to save many, many civilian lives. Demand Hamas surrender and return the hostages, and the fighting ends instantly. That's right. Any other outcome is a victory for the terrorists yeah. and a yes to pro-terror. A woman I know was murdered with her husband in her home. The two of them managing to cover their teenage son with their bodies as they were riddled with bullets. The son was severely injured and lay there under his dead parents for eight hours with a bullet in his stomach. He survived after multiple surgeries, although now he must live his life as an orphan with that unbearable experience burned into his memory. Imagine this happening to you and your children. 
This woman was the daughter of a mentor of mine, and both he and the woman and her husband had dedicated their lives to various projects promoting Jewish-Arab coexistence. She and her husband and almost all of their neighbors in the surrounding houses were murdered by people who do not believe in Jewish-Arab coexistence or Jewish existence at all for that matter. Is this really so complicated? One side seeks coexistence and peace, the other seeks extermination. The answer is clear. I am here for the tortured, the murdered, the hostages. Say their names. I'm Yisrael Kai. Thank you. That's right. Thanks, Andrew. So uh, it's getting dark, it's getting late. We have one more speaker. Uh, I'm going to have to abridge the book that Sam gave. I asked him that to give me a little bit of his background. I know Sam, he did some volunteer work for us. This is Sam Ford. It's nice to see you again, Sam. Sam graduated from the University of Rhode Island in 2020. How much can I skip here? Yeah, skip all. Don't worry about it. This is Sam Ford. Yes. The October 7th attacks caught Israel by surprise. Many Jews and liberals in the U.S. were also caught at, by surprise at the explosion of Jew hatred in the West that has occurred in response to October 7th. The Jewish consciousness is largely defined by inherited trauma, and we are constantly told to remain vigilant. It is odd, then, that it is as if we have forgotten that when we are at our most safe, Jew hatred only ever lies dormant waiting for the right conditions before it strikes, shape-shifting cleverly to meet the world where it's at. But let me remind you that Jew hatred is so powerful that it has the capacity to turn even the most supposedly educated people into vicious, genocidal maniacs, sympathetic to and glorifying and delighting in the brutalities that even the Nazis tried to hide. We in the West must make no mistake that we are now caught, whether we like it or not, in a battle against the informal extensions of Hamas within our own borders that have been growing for some time. Gaza's Hamas is a terrorist organization with the explicit intent to kill all Jews and destroy Israel. They couldn't care less about Palestinian prosperity, nor could they care more about the destruction of Jews in Israel. These attitudes have developed in the West. Domestic Hamas can be heard shouting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Know that this is a call to affect the sworn goals of Hamas. It means from, that from the, river Jordan, from the Jordan River east of the West Bank all the way to the Mediterranean Sea, Israel will be forcibly dissolved and, quote, returned. This chant is coming from many of the same people who are demanding a ceasefire and claim that Israel is just uh, genociding Gazans. These people fail to acknowledge that Gaza's Hamas demands martyrdom from civilians, uses Palestinians in their facilities as human shields. When Jews are massacred by groups with the stated goal to eradicate us, it's Israel's fault, says 34 Harvard student groups, and we need to, to contextualize Hamas's violent history. While we're at it, should we contextualize the Holocaust? Perhaps we'll find some reason to conclude that the Jews are responsible for Nazi crimes against us, yeah? But when Israel targets genocidal operatives that embed themselves within the civilian population, Israel is the genocider, not the organization with the sworn goal of genocide who has destroyed Gazan quality of life with its Jew-murdering priorities. Listen to the words of the post-colonialists in my generation saying, and I quote, 
What do you think decolonized meant in response to October 7th? Listen to the cheers in academia of a Cornell professor who celebrated October 7th, calling it exhilarating to watch when babies were murdered. Other faculty at Yale have said that anything that affects the resistance is justified. These people are so blinded by their anti-Semitism, they can't entertain a hypothetical scenario in which they're brutally murdered by barbarians who are part of their own, quote, resistance movement. Think that these genocidal sentiments are isolated to a couple faculty radicals? Just explore the website canarymission.org. Canary Hamas's leader, in another propaganda campaign targeting naive Westerners, claimed that, quote, the same type of racism that killed George Floyd is being used by Israel to kill the Palestinians. It is eerie that the audience most likely to fall victim to this propaganda are the college educated, most of whom ironically know nothing about the history of the Israel-Palestine conflict, except Israel equals oppressor, Palestinians equal oppressed. Indeed, for these people, the reductive binary framework of oppressed versus oppressor is a sufficient calculus to produce an absolutist position in favor of Palestinians and against Israel, no matter the historical complexity and no matter to the, the degree of violence perpetrated against Jews. Many in my generation and the faculty that indoctrinate them are Hamas's useful morons. We live in an era where many college students cry about the violence of microaggressions, all the while justifying literal terrorism against Jews. A Stanford teacher was suspended after he separated Jews from the rest of the class and isolated them to, quote, simulate what Jews were doing to Palestinians, according to a student in the class. In the fog of war, legacy media automatically trusted Hamas, participating in modern blood libel. Rashida Tlaib, a United States rep, has yet to remove her social media claim that Israel is responsible for the hospital explosion, oh. which runs contrary to all the available evidence and the conclusions of multiple Western states. That's These are right. only a tiny minority of examples that no illustrate the new Jew haters and their assistance. Yep. The, the events of October 7th have unleashed a new era of Jew hatred in the West one that has been building and circulating in the ivory towers for decades, only now permitted to gnash its vicious teeth. This Jew hatred will soon depend, uh, descend upon our children in K-12 public schools, blaming the, quote, Zionists for the Middle East problems, among others. Just you wait. It's coming to your kids' schools. We must now engage in a front of our own within the culture. This front is against the new tide of Jew hatred in the West, which is inextricably mixed with and supported by other radical schools of thought. I implore you to start making the connections between the other radical ideas you hear and the emergent Jew hatred coming from many of the same extremists. I urge you to start distrusting people who say they stand for social justice, but that Hamas's violence needs his historical context. I beseech you to no longer make excuses for domestic Hamas and its cronies and proxies. I hope that you are becoming increasingly aware of domestic Hamas and their intentional and unintentional accomplices. The lies that they spew, the hate that they have, the ideas that undergird their chants and claims, the positions of power they occupy, the specter that they are. Jews have survived over 3,000 years of persecution. We will survive this wave too, but we need your help. The world is complex, and the history of the Israel-Palestine conflict is complexity on steroids. And we need to recognize that as we work towards thwarting this new era of Jew hatred. I believe that we can win this home front. 
Just look at how most of the Western world has responded thus far. Look at polls of American attitudes towards Israel and the U.S.'s response. Look at how strong most of our elected officials have been in their support of Jewish survival and the defense of Israel in eradicating another head of this hydra. Do not let the support wane. Do not hesitate to speak out against Hamas's propaganda that you, keep, that you hear come out of the mouths of your compassionate but oh-so-ignorant peers. Inform yourself about the history of this long and complicated conflict and know that ultimately the world is better with Israel in it and that we must still work to right. work actively towards peace as yep. we have numerous times in the past. That's Not right. Yet, however. No. We must keep showing the world that it is us who are willing to work towards and offer peace. Together, Jew, Christian, Muslim, Israeli, Palestinian, Westerner, and Arab can stand together against hate itself, against misinformation itself, against bad faith itself, against ignorance itself, and defend reason and a path to, to peace, if we really want it. But do not forget the struggle we are now engaged with here at home. We are Israel's active duty soldiers being called up to fight this battle right here. Thank All you. Right. All right. Folks, screw BLM. That's right, folks. It's Juan. Thank you for the stars on this Tuesday. This okay. is Howard. Um, thank you all for being here. Rhode Island Coalition for Israel. The mic back over to Anthony for uh, close us out. All right, folks, we're going to walk around and see some of the folks that we have here. I want to thank Paul Rihanna and the Rhode Island Coalition for Israel for helping me throw this event. And I want to thank everyone for coming out tonight. I know it was a little short notice. It was a little short notice. We originally, we were going to protest Senator Matt. Uh, this is Dave Talon. What do, what do you, uh, what's your reaction to Senator Max siding against Israel? Well, not very surprising, obviously. Uh, I mean, these people are kind of brainless. But, you know, considering that she represents a district that has a lot of Jewish people in it, uh, I would expect uh, she'll face some opposition next year. I hope so. Screw BLM. Yeah. You ever think you'd see the day that, oh, he's going to do a chant, that they would be... Kind of surprised me is Megan Coleman, who also represents the East Side, and she's Jewish, and she, like, came out the wrong way, so I would expect her to face some opposition next year, too. All right, here's Howard again leading the chant. Folks, here it is. Folks, Allah Akbar up your ass. There's Howard. That's right. Hey, ho, Hamas has got to go and BLM. Hey. Ho! Oh, Hamas has got to go in BLM. Folks, there it is, folks. Tuesday, we're going to talk to Howard and some of the other members. I'm going to go up, and uh, I just want to say hi to Mary Green. Folks, here's Howard of the Rhode Island Coalition for Israel. Howard, excellent job. Is the mic off? Howard, you must feel good about the rally. I do. I'm pleased it came off... It was done on very short notice. Um, Ricky got involved because we understood that a rally was being put together and the folks who wanted to do it uh, felt they needed some help. And um, we're pleased that they took the initiative uh, on, on the behalf of Israel and the Jewish people and um, Christians who uh, uh, believe in the same uh, eternal truths that, uh, that we do. What, what did you think when you saw my video of Saturday of them uh, marching around the city with those chants? Sick. 
sick. It's sick. It's there. There are no there are no words to describe what happened. Not in this day and age. It's hard to believe. Let, let's be very clear, Howard. There's no other way to interpret "Hey ho, the Jews have got to go." The same as the as uh, free 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 Palestine group. From the river to the sea, drown the Jews in the sea. It's all it's all the same thing. And one of the things that we're trying to do is to um, uh, get the uh, training of law enforcement in Rhode Island uh, more attuned to that understanding, because mostly they all they've been trained to understand is. Uh, swastikas and uh, you know and anything about Hitler's Germany and that's anti-Semitism and it's a whole new world um, and uh, we're looking for more leadership from the state to recognize that. Howard, great job as always. A little disappointing that no elected officials came out. Oh, uh, Jessica Dela Cruz was here. It certainly was here. Patricia Morgan. Is here. Well, she's not. No, she is an elected official. That is exactly right. I'm thinking she's already out because she's already running for Senate. Okay, that's exactly right. All right. Rob Morgan, you would, of course, your support. I'm not surprised. Yeah, there, there can't be any safe spot in the world for people who would do that to children. And what do you make of uh, Senator Tierra Mack? I'm with the Palestinians against Israel, full stop. It's disgraceful. She doesn't, with that kind of mentality, she should be censured by her body. She should be taken off of the committees. People have been taken off their committees for much less I mean, she is, really, there's just... She, she even went out of her way like, I'm not neutral, I'm against Israel. What is that? There's, there's no room for that, not in America, not in the world. I mean, what, honestly, I think of those terrorists, you know, I'm a mother and a grandmother, and it just, it just upsets me so much to think about what they did to those, those people over there. That's barbaric is no two sides to this there is no there is no there is no way that you can say it's okay if you're there's just no way at all and seriously she doesn't deserve to be in an elected office well Brett Morgan we're gonna be talking to you a lot with your Senate race against Senator White <laughs> thank you John always in the fight folks again it is one at the State House again nice group far much better group than was here on uh, Saturday, that's for sure. No terrorists. I like some of the signs. Allah Akbar up your ass. Um, eliminate Hamas. Screw Gaza. Folks, you can see some of the people are gathering. It's nice and peaceful. There's our friend Ken, who is just excellent up there. We're going to say hi to him. Folks, again, um, I was glad we could provide this live stream for you. Thank you for all the stars. Remember, we still need some subscribers for this month to hit our monthly goal let's check in with uh ken who did a fantastic job as they're all chatting a little bit ken excellent job john thank you hey um first of all you i didn't know you were here on uh saturday i wish i had known you you went on the idf shirt um, i had the idf sorry what idf shirt on yes yes, yes. saturday yes I wish I had known you were in the crowd. There was much more people than I would have thought. But what was your, I mean, my blood was boiling listening to speaker after speaker. Yeah, my, my blood was boiling with such a visceral reaction with me. You know, just to, to be here and hear some of those chants and we are Palestinians and, you know, from the Israel, you know, from the river to the sea and all that 
stuff. It really, I ended really up sickening. It was absolutely sickening, and I really wanted to come here. My main reason was to look in the eyes of the people that came here, see, you know, what were they thinking? And I really couldn't tell what they were thinking. You know, the, the brown students came marching in all together, yelling, you know, we are Palestinians, we are Palestinians. And uh, I don't know, I guess that's like being Irish on St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, so misguided. Yes, yes. I think you know, it's something I'm, I'm glad that you put out. There's no two sides to this. What is done has been barbaric. By the way, this is also, this is not the time to call for a ceasefire. That's like the day after Pearl Harbor saying we should have a ceasefire with Japan. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Right, no, it can't. There cannot be a ceasefire. I think everybody in Israel, the Israelis, you know, they feel that Hamas has to go. And the wild card is the hostages. You know, I felt that way from the very beginning because these people are savages. And you can see what, what the plan is here. They let two go. They let two go. And uh, that puts everybody in a pause position. You know, of course, we have, we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, hopefully, there's some stuff going on. But we're dealing with a terrorist organization. So... You know, and make no mistake about what their objective is. They're not. Listen, there was peace on October sixth. Their objective is not peace. Their objective is to eradicate the people of Israel. Absolutely. Three things that were not mentioned as I was here on Saturday. Number one, there was no mention of the hostages, as you said. Number two, there was no mention of what happened on October seventh. Um, the only religion allowed in Gaza is that of the Muslims. You can't be a, a Jew or a Christian, right, in Gaza. Right. And the other thing, and I'm going to say this, not you, but the MC of the rally doesn't even realize that they wouldn't allow him. He's a transgender member of the, right, of the socialists. They wouldn't, you don't know, they don't allow that in Gaza. No, you, you're the one that said it. Yes. But absolutely, it, but it's, if you're gay, you're transgender. Executed. Let's find the tallest building and throw you off the building. Same thing. They in Gaza. They have child brides, eleven, twelve years old. They're told you're now married. In Israel, in Israel, gay rights. I mean, there's no big deal. Twenty percent of the population is Arab. I mean, if you ask any Arabs that are living in an Arab country, would they rather live in Israel? They'd be One last. I like how and Howard was saying this. The law enforcement and media have to be more sophisticated. It's lazy to just say, "Oh, well, I don't see a swastika." No, they, they don't do that anymore. They're more sophisticated the way they talk. I'm glad you're pointing out when they stand up here on the steps of the State House and chant from the river to the sea, the, the media people standing there don't even realize they're talking about genocide. Right, right, right. From the river to the sea is the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. You're going to drive them into the Mediterranean Sea? That's where Israel is. Kill the Jews, take over the land. And it's just, it's never going to happen. But it's going to be torture for a while. Great job, as always. Okay, thank you very much. Folks, again, we'll let him get up there. I don't know if I think Ray McKay wants to uh, talk with one of the organizers. Folks, again, it is Juan. We're here at the uh, State House. Oh, uh, uh, okay. It's Ray McKay. Uh, what, what, tell me about you being here at the So today I'm here as an American citizen supporting our friends from Israel, uh, the Jews in America. Uh, to stand against the horrible, horrible events that happened on October 7th. Uh, the travesty, the brutality of it cannot stand, and we need to take a stand against it. What we saw this weekend from our citizens in the United States, 
It was deplorable. It was unfortunate. It was misguided. We have good people. The Jewish people are good people. They deserve their homeland. They've earned it. Everybody deserves to live in peace, and we need to work towards that end. If there are issues that our friends over the weekend had, now was not the time to bring them up. A month ago, two months ago, right now you bring them up now, you're supporting Hamas. End of conversation. There is no if, answer, buts about it. You're just trying to masquerade it. Should there be a ceasefire? No, there should not be a ceasefire at this point in time. We need to take care of it. That needs to be dealt with. Hamas needs to surrender like the Japanese did back in World War II. What do you make of State Senator Tierra Max says she's against Israel? What do you think of that? I feel that's wrong-sided. Everybody, this is the United States of America. She's free to her opinion. I think it's a wrong opinion. I think it leads our children and our adults uh, into a bad place. How's the uh, campaign for Senate going? We're working it all throughout the United States, fundraising all over the place. I'm actually headed from here right now down to URI to meet with the uh, college Republicans down there. Good luck on the campaign trail. Thank you. Folks, there is Ray McKay. And here's Michael from Motif. Now, I know what side you're on. Really? Yes. What side am I on? You're on with the Palestinians. Have you read my stuff? I haven't. No. you got to be kidding. I don't read Motif. You should. Folks, here he is. What are those kids? Where were we when those kids thought you were a homeless uh, Santa Claus? Oh, a lot of people think that. You've been saying that, too. Oh, I didn't realize. I'm glad you're on the right side here. Well, you know, I, I have a fairly deep and extensive knowledge of this subject. Yeah, but you write for Motif magazine. I didn't think that was allowed. To, to know something when you're writing for Motif? Exactly. I'm strongly encouraged. I thought it was discouraged. Were you here on Saturday? No, I, I was going to come... I was going to come, but... You didn't miss anything. The rain was really kind of the... It's raining sideways. Yeah, that I was, was shocked they came. Sunday was a nice day, and normal people would have said, you know what, we'll just do it tomorrow. But no, they were here on Saturday. 800 strong. It was the largest gathering since the BLM March of 2020 in June. Well, that was 10,000 people. It was. But there hasn't been a rally that big since, is what I'm saying. I guess nothing went wrong since then. Out of the gatherings, just nothing as big as that. Nothing as big as that. Um, I I didn't attend that rally, but I did watch it online. Pat, Pat live streamed it. So. Well, he just he just had the the part up here. Yeah. Up here. So the real action was in the streets. Um, I'm just telling you. All right, Michael. Good to see you. All right. How can people read your piece on Motif? Motifri.com, and. I have written three pieces on this subject. Two are still in the edit queue. But within hours of the attacks on October 7th, I had a piece up when, when Hamas seeks martyrdom. And my argument was interesting because within a couple hours of the attacks... You think it was interesting? Well, I thought it was interesting, but I wouldn't have published it. I thought it wasn't interesting. Um, but I can defend that objectively because... What I said a couple of hours after the attack is that Hamas greatly overplayed their hand. You know, Gaza. That's not our concern. That's not our concern. No, it is. All right. Gaza is All right. People. On electricity and water and fuel and food. They're going to cut it off. All right. How can people read it again? Motifri.com. M-O-T-I-F-R-I.com. Michael, good to see you. Good to see you too. Folks, again, this is Juan. We're at the State House. Thank you for the stars, folks. We are so close to 4,000 stars. Again, now I also want to mention there was a huge police presence here. Great job by the Providence Police, Capitol Police. There were some BLM members 
uh, circling, but they never were, they were not allowed, I don't believe they were allowed to come onto the premises. And so you can see some of the police here, much, much of a different crowd than we saw, obviously, on Saturday. So, you know, hey, listen, I give them a lot of credit. It was on short notice. It is a nice night. Folks, it is, um, so it's early, though, right? It's still early, and we are um, just getting started, I think, on this Tuesday night. I want to thank all of our moderators, and I want to thank, um, I think they did a very good job, folks. Again, I am, uh, I'm glad that we are covering both both rallies it is a uh, one on this it's actually a beautiful tuesday night um it is disappointing you don't see any state um statewide office holders that came out folks um you know we we have to do the right thing here I, as you saw on saturday i mean those were animals and savages those are people that support terrorism we don't support terrorism it's that simple it's not even a you know, while I can see both sides, it's not one of those situations. So instead, good. Okay. All right. I'm still live. Okay. So, okay. So folks, again, we're going to uh, be monitoring, uh, everything that happens. Uh, who knows what may end up happening again, boy, there's the, um, independent one up at the state house. So folks, again, this is very simple. This is going to get ugly, but we have to, uh, support our Israel. Folks, have to support Israel. Folks, you're listening. You've been watching On the Scene live stream.